Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines to all the stories that we tell and report here at SilicogaNews.com. I am your host, news and sports reporter, Hannah Hammonds, and this is our 19th episode, and I have so much that I want to share with you guys today. You can watch our video podcast weekly on the SilicogaNews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. We're going to be joined by Chief of Police, Mr. Kelly Johnson, here in just a little bit. But first, we're going to talk about some news from around the state of Alabama and the city of Sylacauga. But we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. This is Behind the Headlines. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines to all the stories that we tell and report here at SilicogaNews.com. All right, in a little bit, we're going to be joined by Chief of Police, Mr. Kelly Johnson. But first, we're going to talk about some news from around Silicaga and the state of Alabama. Silicaga's Chris Twyman signed his letter of intent to continue playing football at the next level. Coosa Valley Medical Center received an additional 1,500 COVID-19 vaccines just this past week. We are on our way to gaining herd immunity and slowing the spread of this disease. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by Mr. Kelly Johnson. Don't go anywhere. This is Behind the Headlines. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. today by Chief of Police, Mr. Kelly Johnson. Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing amazing. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay. Um, my name is Kelly Johnson and I'm the police chief here in Sylacauga. I've been police chief since um, 2015 and uh, I started my career in law enforcement in Coosa County under uh, then Sheriff Bill Evans. I worked with him for a total of nine years and then came here after an unsuccessful run for sheriff in Coosa County. Um, it was a great experience, but uh, didn't work out for me, so I came here, and, and my time here has been great. Uh, I've learned a lot. Uh, municipal or police work is a lot different than county sheriff's work. So uh, learned a lot in, in my starting days and then uh, added to it since I became a, a police officer here in Sylacauga. 
Uh, I come from Coosa County, Rockford. I live there now. I graduated from Central High School. And uh, after high school, I went to uh, Central Alabama Community College, from there to Auburn at Montgomery, where I got a degree in criminal justice and uh, you know, started my career. What made you want to pursue a career in uh, law enforcement and criminal justice? It, my dad's an attorney, so I, I came up around law enforcement. I know there are stories that, that my grandmother told me about my grandfather being in law enforcement for a little while. I don't know how long. It's been a long time ago. But uh, it's just something that I wanted to do. I thought it was a good career to get into, something that I could stick with. Uh, I've always been a kind of an adrenaline junkie, and uh, this keeps you going with it. So it, it, It's been a great career. I've done it for 26 years, and um, it, it's like I've – you know, this is kind of cliche, but I've, I've never worked a day. Uh, this, is a, this is the greatest career that I think I could have chosen, and uh, it's, it's just so fun. Hey, they always say if you, you know, love what you do, you're never going to work a day in your life because it becomes like a hobby. It's um, very true. If you love it that much. Um, how did your previous experiences prepare you to take on the role as the chief of police here in Sylacauga? Uh well, like I said, I started in Coosa County, the sheriff's office there. And back when I was there, you were pretty much the only officer or deputy. You were your only backup. You didn't, you didn't have people that would come help you. And if they did, they'd come from another county or from a city that you were close to. And uh, it, it taught me to talk to people, taught me to be able to talk to people. And uh, communication is the main um, weapon that I have in my arsenal right now. You know, being able to talk to somebody goes a long way. You know, we're, we're known for the guns and for the handcuffs and the flashlights, but communication is the, is the best thing that a, a police officer can have. And, and at my level, it, it's the number one thing that we can have. So it, it helped me be able to communicate better. It helped me to be able to deal with problems on my own without having somebody else there to, to answer questions for me. And, you know, it teaches you to starting out at, at a small rural sheriff's office was the best thing that I think I could have done to, to get myself here now. We are joined today by Chief of Police from Sylacauga Police Department, Mr. Kelly Johnson. Okay, let's dive into what your everyday life looks like at the police department. Okay, so what are some of the biggest issues that you see we have here in Sylacauga? Uh the biggest issue that we have, not just in Sylacauga, but in the world today, is the problem with drugs. Um, from, from what I see day in and day out, drugs become the root of all evil. Uh, the, the addicts or the, or the people that are using drugs are causing our burglaries, they're committing robberies, they're committing homicides, uh, petty theft, you know, it's... They're stripping copper from air conditioner units. It's, you know, it goes from the petty crimes all the way up to homicide. And that, that's the biggest thing that we have. Not, like I say, not just here. Everybody's got it. I know last week at the city council meeting, um, the drug task force, they came and talked about um, the city's participation with them and uh, the drug problem in Talladega County and how Talladega is a hub for hard drugs. 
how can we prevent those drugs from coming into Sylacauga from um, the outer cities such as Talladega and places that have that interstate access? Well, we're doing it right now. The best way to do it is to have a, like our drug task force does, and you know they, they work with the federal agencies, DEA, ATF, uh, U.S. Marshal Service, and, and they, they are responsible for seizing the large amounts of, of illegal narcotics even before they get here. You know, they'll, they'll work off of uh, uh, phone taps. They'll work off of confidential informants. They work, a, they work an array of things to get the big amounts, the large amounts of narcotics that are going to come uh, eventually find its way here into Silicaga. And, and my officers are the ones that are out there on the streets stopping and talking to the, the local dealer that's on the corner, uh, searching cars, searching homes sometimes. You know, it, it's, it, it trickles up from us to, to the task force where they get the information to make the, the large cases like they do. Right. And I know we talked about, you know, your officers are the ones on the street. You know, we don't want to see these drugs coming into Silicaga because that means, like you said, more crimes, more yeah. dangerous crimes. And we don't want our little <coughs> bitty city being known for, you know, oh, well, this is where somebody got shot because there was a drug deal that went bad. Yeah. Or we don't want to be known as the city that, you know, drugs are being pushed out of. Um, okay, so looking back at 2020, was it a busy year for you guys considering everybody was in quarantine and really had nothing else to do? Um, what kind of crimes did y'all see? The most yeah, for for the most part, uh, the stuff that we saw throughout the year in 2020 is kind of what we see during our summer months, where the kids are out of school and uh, they have the free time on their hands. We saw that throughout the entire year mm-hmm. of 2020. It was uh, anything from petty vandalism uh, to uh, burglaries to thefts, it 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 uh, breaking in and motor vehicles. That's usually the that's the the most rampant crime when we're when the kids are out of school and they don't have something to do. That's what usually picks up for us because the kids are walking around and they get the idea to look in someone's car. They're not breaking into it like breaking a window, but they just check the doors. And they take whatever they find inside that they it's usually change out of the glove out of the glove box or the the console or whatever. So that was one of the big things that we saw. Um, another thing is domestic violence. Uh, domestic violence picks up during the holidays usually, and then but but now we had families that were quarantining together all the time, and you know it, it, a lot of times it doesn't work out that uh, you're. Your domestic violence calls pick up, and there again, those those are the most dangerous calls that we go on. Absolutely. Now, I know we just started the year of 2021, and January was a hot month for you guys as y'all made six felony arrests. Just kind of talk about that and how you expect to see this year um, as we move along. Yeah, we've, uh, we've got a good group of investigators that are working well with each other and working well with other agencies. Um, we're luckily we were able to solve the the six burglaries there and then the one so far this month and uh, a lot of that is due to <clears throat> the use of video security systems now 
we recommend video security for everybody. If, if you can afford to get it, it's great. It's a great tool. Usually we don't have any evidence to go by. It's, it's something that we, we have to hear about on the street uh, or at the pawn shop or something, find something at the pawn shop. People don't use the pawn shops anymore. They fence it around and, and they trade it to, to different people, whether it be for drugs or guns or whatever it is that they're looking for. But video surveillance has gotten us the, uh, the arrests this time since, since the beginning of our year. I know there have been a few in my neighborhood um, that you guys have been able to solve because of the, the ring cameras. Everybody in our neighborhood <coughs> has them, so that's, that's that footage that you guys need to be able yeah. to catch these people and just you know, be able to make that arrest rather than having to hear about it on the streets and try to, you know, it, it makes the process a lot quicker. Yeah, the manpower hours of, of going out and trying to find somebody that might have seen something, you know, it's, it's, it's basic policing. But it, it's also time-consuming, and, and, and most of the time you don't, you know, it's during the nighttime when people are asleep, or it's during the daytime when people are at work. So you don't really have anybody that sees anything. Absolutely. Now, I know just last week you guys assisted the Drug Task Force in a take-back of illegal gambling machines here in Sylacauga. I think you guys <coughs> seized at least 15 machines from around the town. That's right. Can you talk about that and the process with that and kind of explain to our watchers and listeners as to why that these were taken back from these um, okay. businesses. Yeah, we, um, my office has been receiving a lot of complaints from people within the city, uh, whether it be noise complaints or traffic complaints, around, in and around these places that, that we actually went to. So we teamed up with the Drug Task Force and, and uh, the district attorney's office, the DA's office, sent out a letter to each, each business that had these machines and gave them 48 hours to get rid of them. Uh, most of our businesses in town either unplugged the machines and, and covered them up or they actually got rid of the machines that they had. There were still a couple left in, inside the city limits, and then there was one business that uh, out in the mill village, the, the produce stand, that you know they, they didn't take the warning, and uh, so they lost their machines. And the reason for this, the reason that we have kind of gotten on this kick is because of the crime that comes from this. Uh, the produce stand has been robbed a couple of times. They've had an employee shot. Uh, they've had another one shot at. So before the, before the violent crimes start because of that, we've had fights at the service stations. I don't know if they were fighting over the machines or because of the machines, but, but we've had fights and... And before those things start out, we want to kind of nip it in the bud before the, the violence occurs. Right. And everybody <clears throat> says money is the root of all evil. It will bring out the worst in people. So That's having right. machines like this that bring in a large amount of money, that can definitely cause a lot of problems. And like you said, we've seen several come out of just that one place in the Mill Village. With, yeah. You know, just was it last week you guys arrested the guy um, that robbed them back in October. Yeah. Um, so that was something that took a while to... He wasn't around for a while, but that took a while for that case to be solved. And we don't want any more of that here close to home. No, if, if we can hit it off at the pass, we, you know, we, we would prefer to do that. Uh, we also had people in the area there that they were just thanking us because uh, elderly and, and sick people live right in that immediate area. 
and they were so grateful that we came over and took those machines and, and maybe they you know they thought maybe they'd get a good night's sleep and uh, my my thoughts are it probably didn't last long but we'll see the next time we go in absolutely we want our city to be one that everybody wants to wants to live in wants to raise a family <coughs> and we want it to be safe um so being able to take care of problems like that is that's key for us that's right um, how should people respond or react during a routine traffic stop? Because I know this is a question that some people may have questions about or they may feel a little uncomfortable. Sure. Um, I, I want people to know that uh, the way that we conduct our traffic stops um, is, is kind of set by the officer that's doing it. Okay. Some are going to want you to put your hands on the steering wheel or uh, at nighttime, just just so that we can see the hands. You know, the hands are, are, are what we look for as the weapon. Um, but my suggestion on a traffic stop is be as courteous as you can. If, if my officer is doing something improper, know that he's being recorded, and I'm not going to stand for him doing something that, that they shouldn't be doing. So uh, be be courteous to the officer. I hope my officer's being courteous to you. If not, after this traffic stop, come see me because we'll pull video and we'll, we'll discipline to, to where we need to. And uh, the time to fight the ticket is not on the street. Time to fight the ticket's in the courtroom. So courteous, it goes a long way, both ways, and, and I hope my guys know that, and, and we just want the public to know. We're not out here to, to hurt you. We're out here to do a job, and They'll have to give their testimony just like the person would if he wants to fight the ticket. Absolutely, and I know we're running out of time, but there is one more question that I want to ask you. I know phone scams are a big ordeal right now. We are seeing more and more of them. How have you guys responded to those, and have you seen a lot of people who have been um, a victim of a phone scam? Yeah, we're constantly getting people in the office filing reports for, for being scammed, um, whether it's the Social Security Department calling and telling you that you have a warrant and uh, you need to pay X amount of money to, to keep the officers from coming. Social Security's not going to call you and tell you that. Uh, it's, it's to make an elderly person or, or even a young person that, that's a law-abiding citizen uh, afraid that law enforcement's going to be involved and maybe they're going to get in trouble. It doesn't happen. Never give any of your information out over the phone. If somebody's got a problem... With that, then they need to, you know, they need to handle it the way it, it's kind of common sense. Um, the Prince of Arabia is not going to give you money because you know it, there's all kind of scams that are out there. We have people fall for this, and uh, if you, we had one just recently with a somebody had gotten a job that, to work from home, and they told her to, you know, they needed her account information, and she had not even solicited for a job. So if, if you have, if it's unsolicited especially, don't pay any attention. Just hang the phone up. Absolutely. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining me today. We are joined today by Mr. Kelly Johnson, Chief of Police at Sylacauga Police Department. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be wrapping things up with him. Don't go anywhere. This is Behind the Headlines. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. 
view their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. Thank y'all for sticking around with us. Now, where can people leave information about um, crimes or things that they have or that they want to report to the police department? Yeah. If anybody wants to give us information on a crime that's already happened or something that may be happening or uh, tips about even about these gambling machines, you know, they, they can call us at uh, 256-401-2450, and they can leave their name in and number or they can call it in as as anonymous so you know we won't ask questions if if they give the answer but now if, if you know things that may help solve a crime call us and and step up get involved i bet y'all encourage as many people as possible to call and give you these tips to make this an easier process to help eliminate crimes in our community yeah we do Thank you so much for watching and listening to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicagaNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines of all the stories that we tell and report here at SilicagaNews.com. Don't forget to watch our video podcast weekly on the SilicagaNews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. To contribute news and suggest future guests, report news at ZillacogaNews.com. Thank you for hanging around with us today, but that's it for today. I'm Hannah Hammonds, and see you next week.